0: Morning from the team here at 37 p.m. This is 7:31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, everybody. This is Saturday, May 29th. and on this date, 1980, Larry Bird officially beat out Magic Johnson for NBA Rookie of the Year. That 79-80 season for context was also the first season in the nba that included the three-point line
1: yeah i feel like tyler that's so crazy because i feel like i always think of the three-point rule as being earlier than that and i'm surprised that it was i mean larry bird matched johnson's rookie year these are these are recent players it's absolutely crazy yeah super interesting with that let's dive into
0: entertainment
1: This weekend, some entertainment recommendations for you. If you're like me and Tyler, you're in the uh, northeast New York area, and it's going to be a rainy weekend. So it's a good weekend to stay in and watch some stuff. Um, It's a good weekend. Memorial Day, beginning of the summer. Good day to watch some summer movies this weekend. We actually just published an article about the best summer movies of all time on 137pm.com. Check it out. Some of my favorites from that list, Moonrise Kingdom, Wes Anderson's movie, Banger. Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee's movie, also a banger, um, and a great summer movie. And then Itoumama Tambien, one of my favorite movies of all time. Really cool summer romance, just a road trip movie. I love a good road trip movie, so definitely some good suggestions. And then now we're starting to come back to normalcy a little bit with movie theaters. So A Quiet Place Part 2 will be in theaters this weekend. It's the sequel to John Krasinski's smash hit horror film A Quiet Place, which came out a few years back. And A Quiet Place Part 2 is going to be in theaters this weekend, follows Krasinski's on-screen and off-screen wife Emily Blunt as she continues to hide from vicious aliens. Maybe I'm going to go check that out this weekend. For the gamers out there, we got an interesting update from one of the most beloved series in the 21st Century of Games. Far Cry 6 will be dropping at the start of October. Um, A major gameplay reveal live stream for the upcoming first-person shooter, shown off yesterday and made sure to mention the fall launch date, October 7th. Far Cry 6 will place players in the role of a resistance fighter that is looking to take down a dictator by the name of Anton Castillo, who happens to be modeled after Giancarlo Esposito. He's going to be doing the character's voice. This is a super interesting new trend in games where they have real actors play characters in the game model them use their voice sort of like what keanu reeves did with cyberpunk 2077 things like that um castillo the character john Carlo esposito's character his son will also be a major part of the game's story i'm really excited i love far cry far cry three and four are two of my favorite games such good The games do such a good job of balancing first person shooter with like just survivalist stuff collecting things like that great games i'm excited to play And if I'm not wrong, Tyler, I think there were some updates, some big updates from the wrestling world yesterday. What do you got for me?
0: Sports. Yeah, so it looks like the wrestling world is going to get into this whole collab game that's been so hot for brands. You know, we've really started to see, I think, an openness in left field, pairing up with right field, one plus one equals three, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter dropped a potential bombshell in regards to another forbidden door in professional wrestling possibly getting opened. A wrestling news outlet reported that New Japan Pro Wrestling and WWE President Nick Khan have been in talks with WWE potentially becoming the exclusive American partner for NJPW. The talks have said to have been going on since either March or early April, but if this deal ends up becoming a reality then the crossover match potential is endless.
1: Yeah, I've mostly just been getting into wrestling this year as I've been covering it, and crossovers between organizations are super cool, and Japan has a really
0: amazing league, so I'm sure people are going to be very excited about this possibility. Keeping on the sports train, today is the Champions League final. As a Manchester United fan, it's tough. We're watching two Premier League teams go at it, Chelsea, Manchester City, but at the same time, I'd rather have two Premier League teams in there than not. I believe Chelsea's going to take it home. They're definitely not the favorite. But they brought in a new manager, Tuchel, who's really had the squad humming. And look out for Captain America, Christian Pulisic. My gut says he may not get the start, but when he comes on, he fires on all cylinders. He might make history as the first American to score a goal in the Champions League final. Champions League final will be played... At 3 o'clock Eastern and broadcast on CBS or Paramount Plus. Yes, you heard that. CBS.
1: Then if we hop over to tennis, there's been sort of an ongoing story throughout this week that I think is really interesting and opens up a larger conversation about sports media in general. Um, in a statement on May 26th, Naomi Osaka announced that she would not be speaking to the media at the French Open. And she cited the way that these interviews impact her specifically, but also athletes' mental health, and it sparked a much larger conversation in the sports world. Uh, Chris Kluwe, who had played for the Minnesota Vikings, published a piece with NBC News, and he said in the piece, "'My opinion as a retired professional athlete, I think Naomi Osaka is absolutely right.'" And a lot of athletes have come out saying similar things, but it sparked this very large conversation about it. These interviews are mandatory. Osaka not participating. She will be fined for that. And she's accepted that she'll pay the fines. But I think that it opens up an interesting conversation about what athletes should do. I've heard some suggestions that maybe they should make it not mandatory. And so if athletes want to speak, they're welcome to. But otherwise, they don't have to.
0: Yeah, I must say, Charlie, it's a very tricky subject because the majority of dollars that are in sports are because of media deals and so these post-match or post-game interviews are an integral part of the content strategy for the media companies that are paying so much for the rights these the the media dollars then flow into player salaries it's also leading you know as you talk about the media rights deals that's what carries so much leverage for the leagues and the salary. But for sports like tennis or golf that aren't necessarily team-based, the leverage is shifting to the biggest players. It just came out in PGA Golf where you're getting a bonus based on how much social reach and mentions you get to drive for the overall sport. So overall, it's a, it's a very you know fascinating conversation and individuals, athletes that have huge platforms continue to use them to push good and big ups to Osaka here it's just going to it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out
1: absolutely great super interesting it could be a whole podcast talking about this and that's all we've got for today's episode for more details on what we talked about today and more head over to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all of our social media platforms we'll be back tomorrow and as always remember stay curious all
0: right that's it for today's edition of 731 a.m We'll be back tomorrow with the latest to arm you for your daily hustle. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified
1: every time a new episode drops. For more in-depth coverage on all the stories you just heard and more, be sure to follow 137 p.m. on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Or just head to 137pm.com.